0: You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, Joe. Hey, Matt. What's up? Not much, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I don't know if you could hear this through your end, but um, there's like a bunch of kids playing on my front lawn, so I think that that's going to just be a part of this podcast.
0: That's okay. You know, just get a cast net, you know, reel one in. (laughs) See what you thought about the movie.
1: Um, We're going to talk about the movie Nope. Uh, This movie came out uh, this year, Uh, a couple months back, came out in July, uh, July 22nd to be exact. And this is Jordan Peele's third movie. Obviously, he brings in quite a crowd whenever he does something. You know, since Get Out, he's got a lot of people's attention, uh, and rightfully so, because his movies have been fantastic. Uh, Twilight Zone remake, I thought was really actually, I thought it was really good, although critically it didn't do so well. But yeah, he's been someone that uh, I've been a big fan of since, you know, his comedy stuff with K and Peele, and the horror stuff has been, like, phenomenal. Um, and yeah, all those, although there's only three, um, they've all been pretty top-notch, and this one I, I thought was, uh, it met expectations, I'll put it that way. Um we're gonna talk about the movie um, with spoilers because it's kind of hard not to, and the movie's been out for a little bit. We, you, you know, we usually talk about the newer movies um, a little bit later on, so that we can kind of get into it. If this is a movie that you wanted to see, you would have seen it by now, most likely. Um, but if you hadn't seen it yet and you want to, we'll give you a, a little opinion in the beginning, and then we'll kind of just move on to the movie. And at, you know, at that point, you want to turn it off and get back to us when you finish it. Fine. Um,
0: yeah, but if you're going to go ahead and pause at this point to avoid spoilers, just to get it in there, I do recommend you you check out this movie. I really loved it.
1: Yeah, I do too. Um, it, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's got a lot to say, uh, which is no surprise because that's kind of how he was, how he put his other movies together. But just to see if this is the kind of movie that you might be into, uh, whether you're a fan of Jordan Peele or not, the movie is essentially about a family, uh, a brother and sister... Uh, they lost their father, and they're in the business of horse wrangling for movies. And um, once the father passes away, which is the beginning of the movie, basically, uh, the brother and his sister inherit the farm. The brother is uh, Otis Hayward, and he's played by um, Daniel Kaluuya. And his sister Emerald is played by uh, Kiki Palmer. So they, um, like I said before, like they, like I said, these kids um, they wrangle up horses for movies. And on this ranch, there's this strange phenomenon of things being sucked up into the air and then inorganic material, I suppose, being, like, spewed back out. They don't know what's going on. They went up discovering it's a UFO that's right by their ranch. It also causes all this electrical interference, so they try to find a way to capture this thing on film to show the world what's on their ranch. Uh, and at the same time, they have, um, he's um, a local celebrity uh, with a nearby ranch that does shows. Uh, he's played by Steven Ewan uh, from The Walking Dead. And uh, he was a child actor who had uh, gone through this traumatic experience on the set of his movie. And now he exploits that to kind of get people to come to his ranch for shows. And he gets tied into this thing as well. So... You know, to talk any further about the movie would would be to get, you know, would be uh, to get into spoilers because even that right there is kind of spoilerish in terms of what the trailer shows, which is nothing. You know, it, it, it just it took a while to even figure out that it was about a UFO, which is like the poster, I think, kind of gave that away at one point. But it was real hush hush like his other films, too. You just sort of like went in there to see it based on who made the movie because Jordan Peele, you know, wrote it, directed it and co-produced this movie. The, the lot, obviously, a lot, a lot of stuff happens. And we want to talk about, you know, all of it and what we thought about it, what some of these themes were in the movie, uh, some powerful stuff in it. So with that said, that's the movie in a nutshell. Um, if you do want to watch this movie, it's pretty easy to watch this point. Uh, you can rent it on any you know streaming platform. Um, it's, it's, a you know, regular fee, five bucks, six bucks, whatever it is. I don't really know if it's on anything for free right now. App wise, it might be on HBO max. I'm not hundred percent certain. Did you, did you, I couldn't find it for free on anything. Okay. And you just watched it recently. So, cause I, I sort it, when want yeah, to right. out. You said, obviously you love the movie, but, um, you want to give me a little bit more like of what you loved about it and then we'll start talking about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I really feel like the movie kept me engaged the entire time, you know, even there was this point where without getting into specifics yet at the end of act two when they're off the farm at like that fast food place it almost felt like it was an ending of the movie like a soft ending of the movie i'm like where the hell is it going to go from here i was like it's probably just going to be some stupid little all right let's see what we can do thing but like the act three was just like it was amazing you know so it just keeps it kept me engaged the entire time you know there was this mystery box element of what was going on with the flashbacks with Steven Yeun's character who's an yeah. f- amazing actor by the way um yeah, they, yeah. you know so you had that but in and, and then you know that wasn't fully explained but it was explained enough that I can you can extrapolate it to the rest of the movie there was i mean the effects were fantastic the you know they didn't overdo it it was kind of like jaws in the first two acts where you know you caught glimpses of it but then by the third act where they really just are willing to show the creature that you know the ufo um and and it's in its final form i really loved the final form it was so you know this like non-euclidean design it yeah just, yeah like- there were just so many aspects to it that i i went in with very just standard expectations i was like oh you know let's see what it is um and I, I managed to rope Katie into watching it with me. And, yeah, you know, at one point we paused to wa- you know, to go to the bathroom or something like that. And I was like, this movie's awesome. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm loving this. Like, I don't care where it goes at this point. And even then, it continued to impress, you know, because I, I made a yeah. comment during Act 3 where, where they're, you know, coming up with different shenanigans to go, at, go about capturing the picture. And I was like, you know how in movies when they do things, you're like, well, why are they doing that? Why didn't they just do this? Or why did... They did things even more, like, thought out than I would have thought out, which I was like, that is, like, I, I'm, I'm most impressed by so many aspects of this movie, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, for sure. And, you know, to be, to be honest with you, as much as I loved all his other movies, um, I thought that Us was, was good. It was really good. Mm. But it didn't blow me away. It, it
0: was I was that was my, my I yeah. still enjoyed it, but it was my least favorite of his movies. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and that's not like saying it wasn't
0: a good movie. It's just like no, you that's have, the thing. It's yeah. still like it was still awesome, but it was yeah. it was very good, you know. Whereas this and Get Out are just I I feel like excellent.
1: Right, and I feel like most people felt that way about this. I think that they thought that Get Out and Us were like the two big ones. But um, no, mm-hmm. Nope for me was a lot better. And maybe that's just because you and I kind of gravitate towards this sort of story and horror more. I, uh, I I felt the way, you know, I felt the same way you did. I thought it was great, blew me away, kept my interest the entire time. Yeah, I kept finding it to be like more clever as it went along. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there was like, you know... There were there were some things I wasn't really sure why they were in it, you know, and I was just like, oh, is this just like sloppy narrative? And then like it wasn't until like I finished the movie and then like thought about it, you know, um, especially when I was like getting ready to talk about this uh, on the podcast, because I'll tend to sort of if I don't have time to rewatch it, um, I'll just like read, you know, some articles and like reread the story about <laughs> it again, you know, and, and then like I start to like say to myself like, oh, shit. You know, I thought that was weird that they kept showing this, but none of it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Or I'll hear someone else's opinion about it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't think about it that way.
0: I didn't have to do that at all. Is that simply by chatting with it about it with Katie for, you know, 15 or 30 well, minutes right. after the movie, yeah. I was able to say, oh, and that's why this, and that's why this, and that's why this. And I felt like anything that I was like, well, how come, for example, like they're, they're struggling to get like a picture of this thing. You know, but meanwhile, he's down the road putting on this show where he's showing people, you know, he's literally getting an audience of people to, to come and see. And he tells the audience, please put your, your cell phones away. And I'm like, but somebody would have taken a picture. But then I'm like, oh, but that's accounted for by the electromagnetic disturbance field. You right. know they wouldn't have been able to get a picture right. there's some and, and it's like wh- why wouldn't somebody have said something i'm sure they did but they're local yokels from the desert so nobody would have paid it any mind because oh, somebody's always saying something because right, those you are the know, kind but, of people that say it all the time yeah and and that's the thing it was like there were so many things that came together in in a very like well thought out script writing approach you know there's right. so much setup and payoff. It was, it was ridiculous, you know, really. It was so well done. It's one of those movies so that works. So clean.
1: Yeah, it is. And it works so well going into it blind. Like, going yes. into it knowing a, a, even, like, a little bit more than I talked about in the beginning would definitely ruin the experience. Because even, like, the very, very beginning. Like, I knew it was a UFO movie. Like, that's all I knew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Like, did you know anything else besides that or no? Like, was that it for you?
0: i knew i heard that somebody said that the the ufo was alive in some way because i just heard someone talking about it okay. passively in spoilers that was all i knew but i didn't realize like i when you see it it doesn't at first it looks i was like oh so it was like biomechanical i didn't draw much mind from it then i realized you see later on it's like the way its skin moves it's almost like a stingray kind of thing, you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. not even when it opens up i mean when you're just seeing its underbelly and it's yeah. you know the mouth hole thing you know, but even even when you're seeing inside of it, that perfectly like square or rectangular door orifice thing. You know, these these designs you see at first, the circles and the, and and the squares are very standardized. And then when you see its true final form, it's very like abstract, kind of like um. I've, I very much thought back to uh, the cre- the alien scene in Annihilation, which mm-hmm. I felt like was, you know, it just mm-hmm. this kind of like. Uniquely. Thing that wouldn't exist on Earth in a way that we couldn't fathom beings yeah. to be. I
1: don't know. No, I know, I know what you mean because because those are the visuals that always impress me. It doesn't have to be like yeah. over the top. It's just that like, oh, it's formed together in a way that I would never think about. You mm-hmm. know, because it's like it's it's like not the norm uh, of like putting things together. It's, yeah, like it's the way not it something moves. that would have
0: evolved on Earth. No, you know, so we couldn't imagine designs for something that was a non-Earth. And that's that's really it. It really looked alien, and it you know.
1: Yeah, the way it, like kind of ballooned up at the end too. I was just like, yeah. oh man, it like it was unsettling. Like, it, it, like, it's, mm-hmm. like watching it kind of like made me uncomfortable. You know, because like, yeah. it was so like foreign looking. Um, very,
0: you know, I hate, I hate to draw everything back to this, but it's very Lovecraftian in nature. Yeah, no, I for feel like, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like just like this, you could just describe it as it just it's just not right. Like it makes you feel like <laughs> right, you know, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, and it, but it, and not in a way, in any way that I thought. Oh, it looked kind of stupid. It wasn't that at no. all. I was just like, oh, so that's what's happening. Wow, this is different. This is interesting. Like it yeah. was, it sucked me in big time. Not, not like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it sucked me real good.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, triple entendre. Uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, for those of you that don't know, uh, Matt has like been on a real Lovecraft kicked, and i have been enjoying all of it because like he brings that to the table, which is like a huge part of horror. But you, you've like been into that for quite a bit now, like reading. Yeah,
0: I've pretty much absorbed all of his works, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. and then it's been spreading out over the past couple of years. Yeah. And just to see the influence he's had on which is horror huge. over the past hundred years is it's insane and yeah.
1: you've been bringing that up all the time I and mean, I'm whether it's on the microphone or not about it and, and that's like the end of the movie right like obviously like you get to see this thing in full force um so the anticipation builds up the whole time like what's it gonna look like whatever and you know obviously I think we gravitate towards thinking like oh it's gonna be like you know any any creature right like any like menace you know is going to be like super like aggressive looking you know what I mean and like just like like kind of like shocking and whatnot but this
0: was just like not right, <laughs> like you. Yeah, saying. no yeah. teeth, no <laughs> evil eyes, like nothing that you would say. Like if I was I like, draw a scary face, all of the elements of that whatever you would put on paper had none of that. I want to talk about the the storyline of Stephen Irwin's character. Car- what is his name? The uh, the child star. I didn't write down the is character. It Juniper. Names. Um, so Juniper's whole storyline, I think, is really interesting because there are a lot of pieces to it. You know, his whole character that he thought he was special because of what happened to him on the set of the TV show when the monkey went ballistic and killed the family. Right. So that he thought he was special because it spared him, gave him the fist bump before it died. So like he had some kind of relationship with it. And the incident with him seeing the shoe standing perfectly upright. But we've kind of come to realize that the reason it didn't kill him under the table was because of the way the tablecloth was. He wasn't able, he wasn't making eye contact with the predator, right? Right. With the with the chimp. Yeah.
1: The he, thing is, he thought I, he saw him, but he didn't actually see. Yeah. It.
0: Exactly. Exactly. What I really want to talk about is the shoe itself. Is I really think that it was just it was not important That's that one of these themes is kind of like assigning value or importance to something that's not significant like he he developed this whole narrative in his head that he was befriending or or taming this predator you know as he had with the monkey uh, he thinks he's doing with the ufo but really he was just training it you know to he was feeding it he wasn't taming it you know that that kind of difference i don't know yeah i felt like there was What did you get out of the shoe is basically what, because that's the only thing where I'm like, hmm, I think the significance of it was that it's not significant not to attribute, you know, super value to something that's not outstanding in any way.
1: Right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't get your um, idea out of it, um, but I like that kind of better because that, that, that like almost like a sense of like this false sense of like I was picked for something. Um, Yeah. And and it's funny because it literally like it's a veil that that separates him from the, you know, the the chimp. And that's like the that's just sort of like the irony of it. Right. But I was kind of thinking, um, and I don't think this is a unique idea because I think someone else mentioned this as well. Um, You know, like uh, the the, um, Otis, they call OJ, by the way, uh, throughout the whole movie. And it's kind of like an in-joke. He talks about, like, the bad miracle, you know? And I thought that's just what it was. Like, a bad miracle. Okay. You know, like, you know, like, I think it's just, like, a a coincidence that that happened during something really terrible. Because that's, like, the major theme of the movie, right? Like, this attraction to, like, just things that are, like, you know, awe-inspiring or, like, you know, supernatural. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not, like any different from like just like like king kong you know what i mean like a bunch of people go in to like find this like thing and exploit it you know and they bring it here and it's dangerous and it fucking kills people you know what i mean because they were so attracted to like this whole thing um the major themes that people talked about were like the attraction to like the spectacular you know and when they talked about this movie but but it is like the main like theme of it i think and i feel like there's a lot of, like, misleading things that happen to characters in the movie that make them think they're destined for this or chosen for this or whatever you want to call it, you know, mm. to to go and venture into something dangerous, to bring it to the public, you know, to, to show somebody something, like, spectacular, and things go terribly wrong. I mean, that's the whole point of that show anyway, right? They trained an animal that it's very dangerous to be on a show to attract an audience on TV, you know? and the bad thing happened you know yeah. he, he went nuts and killed everybody for, for for no other reason than he just is what he is
0: a few times throughout the movie think of and they made it he made a reference to siegfried and roy but it's the the chris rock bit when he's like is like, everyone's like oh my god that tiger just went crazy that tiger went crazy he's, oh, he's like went no tiger. Man, <laughs> that tiger went tiger <laughs> you <know>? yeah, Exactly. <laughs> 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 i was thinking about that the whole time because it's like literally the chimp like any of the like there's a series of this this theme of predators you know of yeah you know just trying to tame something that's untameable you know um and even and really,
1: like even the human characters like they do what they need like they do what they fucking do like the reporter Right? Like, yeah. he still fucking went there. He wasn't supposed to. Like, he knew it was going to kill him. He just wanted that photo. You know, like,
0: it was Even just... Even when he's on the ground, yeah. he's like, get a picture, get a picture. Right, <laughs> right.
1: It's, like, crazy shit like that, you know, that I found, like, really, like... I was like, this is what he has to say with this movie. Because he always has something to say. Um, yeah. And it's not subtle, you know, but it, it does make you think. Uh, it doesn't He doesn't just give it to you.
0: Yeah, it doesn't hit you over the head with it, no. but he definitely... Yeah, he, he, he incepts, you know, like right. he puts thoughts in your head and I, makes it, and it, it, it triggers conversations.
1: I think that like, you know, like really intelligent people, um, people who are like a little bit more intelligent than the average can, you know, can make you intelligent, you know. Um, and, and I think that's what he does with his audience because he entertains you. And then when you're done being entertained and you think about things that happened and you're like, oh. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Because I don't feel like you're thinking about these themes of the movie while it's playing as much. Unless you're talking with somebody. Yeah. But yeah. if you're watching it alone like I did, you know, it's more like I, I thought about it after the fact. Like I enjoyed this horror UFO movie for what it was. And then I'm like, why did they show this? You know, like what was the point of the show? Like why Gordy's home? Like why was that? I'm like, oh, right, right. That's the whole point. You know, like, And that's kind of what mm-hmm. I started thinking about after the fact. The, the different experiences we had, it's important to note, like, you watched it with your wife and you guys were talking about it throughout and you had all these, like, ideas. Mine came to me, like, later on, you know, because yeah. I watched it alone.
0: I was like, Katie! <laughs> I was like, you remember the park? Where? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, like, um, the I, I liked ant, What was it? Antler? Is that Antler's? Is The filmmaker, the documentary filmmaker? Yeah. I really loved the casting and I was like, where do I know this guy from? And I remembered uh, he's He's in the um, Kevin Costner Robin Hood. Really? Who? Yeah, he's in the Kevin Costner Robin Hood as, like, uh, his, the sheriff of Nottingham's right-hand man.
1: You know, I watched that movie recently, and I was like, this movie's fucking
0: boring. He's also in The Crow, yeah. Kevin
1: but Costner's not a great
0: actor. He said he's not a great actor? I don't know. I don't think so. I thought I thought he was perfectly cast for this kind of... You're talking about the Grasby the, the boys kind of document. You didn't like him in this? No no, he was fine.
1: No, he was good. I'll talk about Kevin
0: Costner. <laughs> oh no, Kevin Costner is he doesn't he doesn't act. He just plays Kevin like of all the people people say like, oh, he just plays this person, that film that I'm just mentioning, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, is notorious because he starts the movie with the English accent and he was so bad at it that he just abandoned it like yeah. Yeah, like yeah, thirty yeah. minutes in. <laughs> it is. just gives it they're like, fuck it, fuck it. We're just just forget it. <laughs> just say the lines. <laughs> He'll yeah, bring in I the not...
1: movie tickets. Like, he'll bring in the money. Let's just let him do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. Speaking of like phenomenons, I don't understand.
0: No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I can't really think of anything that I've ever seen him The Untouchables? Like, yeah, but that wasn't outstanding because of him. No. I, I mean, Dances with Wolves is a great film, but I don't think it's because of him because he, right. maybe, his physical, maybe his physical acting in that is very good, you know, because I don't know. Hmm. Going back to nope, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say with antlers, like I got the, like, there was a point that he's taking a bunch of medicine and it's, you know, I, I implied that he's dying, which is why he was willing to basically, he was like, hey, this is how I'm going to go to get this impossible shot. Like, because this is his life, his career. It's like his legacy would be, hey, if I can get this shot and this film can survive, then I'm the first human in history, you know, the uh, history of mankind to achieve this, and right, and he that's, has like you a, you for him it's worth it, you know.
1: Yeah, he's got like that, uh, like crank-operated IMAX camera that he uses to try to capture this thing, because you can't yeah. use it. obviously, like the whole point is like you mentioned before, and like I mentioned in the beginning, you can't use electronics around this thing, so you have to, you know, find other ways to capture it. Um. And, and, and it harkens back to how, like, they keep mo- uh, mentioning um, the the first motion picture, I suppose, right, to ever be put together, which was... Uh, oh,
0: the yeah, horse. they didn't even piece that together. Right. Yeah, good yeah. call. Which was the uh, the horse. Um, I completely forgot about that. Like, I, I know that they were... I didn't link those two ideas to, together, that they were the descendants of the first, yeah, the motion picture.
1: Yeah, which was a locomotion of a horse. Uh, I think that's what it's called. It's just like, you know, like a guy riding a horse and he's black. that's what they say they were descended from. But that film was put together, which is a bunch of pieces of, you know, like, it's just a bunch of photos, right? And they wound up kind of filming this thing in the same type of camera. Um, It's just, like, I think a little, like, clever... (laughs)
0: <laughs> he was like, man, I told you he'd show up with a non-electric ca- camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. Yeah, yeah. I did <laughs> too. Just so I was yeah. <laughs> so
1: And it took me a second. Like, it, like just because the reaction was so genuine, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it really felt like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I mean, not, not to go crazy on, on this subject, um, but... Like the acting across the board is
0: phenomenal. Like phenomenal. I bought everything about that, this movie. The, the, their right, sibling exactly. relationship was so friggin' good. Like. Yeah.
1: Even the guy they that worked so, at Best Buy, like, one well, of the fake Best Buy, like, he would become yeah. a big part of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. i was just like, all right, <laughs> like, this, this works for me, you know? Yeah, real natural, uh, you know, dialogue and chemistry and interactions, like, everything was very genuine. And it, it, it helped sell a movie that has a very, like, you know, um, fantastical plot, you know?
0: All of their names are interesting if you think about it. You know, I'm just thinking about this now. Um, like... Because you have emerald and OJ, you know, which orange and and green. Which they wear a lot of,
1: like, respectively, yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you have juniper, antlers. Like, they're all, like, proper nouns. It's interesting. I wonder, I haven't thought about this at all. And there's the girl Nessie as well. Yeah, but... Um, I haven't really drawn any conclusions from that. I just... There's, uh, there's a
1: lot that, you know, we're not going um, yeah, to obviously get to. Yeah, but I, I bet,
0: yeah, on the interwebs, I'm going to learn some
1: oh, more sure, Oh, for sure, for sure. But, I mean, like, even, like, like, I've barely scratched the surface of this movie. I feel like I've got, yeah. like, the main points, which we'll talk about, obviously, but some of the subtle things, like, I haven't really picked up on, um, but which is why I look forward to seeing this a second time, uh, because... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're, 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 like, I already wanted to watch it again when I watched it the first time. I was just like, this is great. Like, I want to, I definitely want to sit down and, like, know everything I know now and then go into it again and, like, you know, sort of play, like, detective.
0: So, oh, like. Even the names of the horses are all, yeah, names are a big part in this. I have, yeah, I definitely have to. Well, they're not, yeah,
1: they're not just random names, right? Like, that, like, everyday sort of names either. Um. So, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have to. I, I don't. I don't have any uh, concrete thoughts on this yet. But I just—it's just jumping out of me now that we're chatting about it. I'm like, hmm. I wonder what the significance of that is. I did find that as I was watching it, first act in particular, it reminded me not directly, but just a, it made me think of the movie Signs so from M. Night Shyamalan and how it, this is like such a better version of a movie like that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. And it's funny because with Get Out and the success of The Sixth Sense, you know, their careers took very different paths where I still enjoy M. Night Shyamalan movies for what they are. Yeah. But Jordan Peele is just like skyrocketed in the positive direction where he's just like, I'm so excited about his, you know, how his career continues because of all the things he's putting out. Whereas, like, if M. Night puts something out, I'm like, oh, I'll see it in a few years. I don't care, you know.
1: I don't know if there's anyone bigger than him right now in horror. I don't, like, I can't think of, like, new. You know what I mean? I can't think of anyone.
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he he's the, the hot shit right now. <laughs> he's like
1: the new, like, John Carpenter, like, I, I would, yes, I would yeah, exactly. you know, liken
0: him to at this point or alfred hitchcock you know or any yeah. of these people yeah
1: i mean his stuff is a blend of all of that like he's the kind of guy that like definitely um had a lot of you know inspiration from like big uh horror names in you know yeah in, in his life and mixed them pretty well because there's a lot of all that stuff in here
0: but how about that final shot of him at the like the off yonder sign and in- you know, with the little like painting pointing at him on the horse, like that final shot of the movie. I was like, that's so friggin' awesome. Man. Yeah, it was, I just was just cool like <laughs> it was dude, just, it was cool just so cool. Like yeah. it could have come off so cheesy, but it was like so damn cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. But a lot, yeah. you know what's
1: just funny is like I, I actually would like fear like I would be doing the movie a disservice if I talked about certain scenes. Because they do sound silly, but they're not. Yeah. Especially no. how she takes this thing out at the end. You know, if you yeah. put that on paper, it's a hard sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a big boy blimp. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's a hard it fucking sell. Dr. Evil's spaceship. <laughs> but I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's really cool. Like when you're trying to tell your friends a story about something, they're like, like, okay, you're, sounds awesome. It's got awesome. eyes and it
0: rotates and it looks in its eyes.
1: <laughs> and like, cool. I'm like, no, Dick, it's fucking, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds oh, awesome.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah. it's true, and uh, that—that's definitely how I felt about it. Um, you know, and we—we we talked about the whole like, uh, you know, Gordy's home. This is the sitcom that uh, Stephen Ewan's character uh, is a part of, and like you said, he's a sole survivor. Did, so there was like one thing that I looked up, and I—I I didn't look up much, um, like after the movie. But you know, at the end. Where, um, like, the family's dead. He killed everybody on the set, basically. And, you know, like, uh, Ricky, who's his, his first name's Ricky. He's sitting there, like, watching this whole thing. And, like, the chimp's sign language is him. Oh, does it? Yeah. And I looked it up. And you know what he fucking signs? What? What happened, family.
0: Oh, wow. That's that's almost sad. There's a lot of them man. Yeah. That just hit. Yeah. Oh, it... man, that's, yeah, that, that really, I got chills right now.
1: Yeah, and, and and I and I felt that way too, and I because I it didn't mean anything to me during the the movie, but I'm like, what is he sign languageing? Because that's how he, you know, obviously that's how he he uh, communicated. Communic- yeah. So I'm like, it's got to be something, like you know what I mean? And it's got to be something for people that know that. I want to know what that is, and I'm just like, oh man, it was like haunting. I was like, oh
0: boy. Yeah, um, that really just. Ugh. Yeah. And um, well, he wasn't the only. He wasn't the sole survivor because the young girl survived after getting her face ripped off, only to have yeah. her life ended by eat, being eaten by a different predator. Like, she got it the worst. Man, <laughs> like, the like seriously. Worst. Like, yeah. It yeah. Got, got it coming and going, but, you know?
1: But so, like, we talked about how, like, everything lines up. Everything makes sense, right? And, yeah. like, the whole, like, oh, UFOs are only out in the desert where crazy people tell the stories about, oh, yeah, I thought I got abducted. And, like, they, they sort of, like, gave an explanation of why in this movie. You know, because if that thing went into a big city, it wouldn't be able to... It would just die. Like, it wouldn't be able to ingest or eat anything. Because it's, like, 99%, like, inorganic material. You know, he's out in the middle of nowhere sucking up cattle and, you know, horses or whatever, and occasionally gets a couple people in him, you know? And he could just spit out, like, whatever they have. It's not a lot. Because the beginning of the movie, like... Like we said, like every single thing about the movie, like as it goes, cont- it's it's like, it's not like continuously changing. It's just... Cont- the
0: microscope I, zooms out a little bit and yeah, you see more. And the yeah. microscope... Yeah, it's, yeah, that's what I like. Is like, you know, like, here's the story. Now here's more. Yeah.
1: Because in the beginning, I was like, oh, the father was killed well, like by like a piece of debris. And I'm like, oh, like... A nickel. Right. They said, oh, something came out, for, you know, maybe a plane exploded or whatever. But we were... I was thinking anyway, like, oh, maybe the UFO attacked a plane. Maybe the UFO, like, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, I was already trying to piece things together from what very little I knew, like, playing that game and being wrong every time and being happy about that. Because I was like, you yeah. know, oh, this is, like, so much better than I was even thinking about. And I'm a genius. So, like, if I don't, if, 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 if I didn't think about it, it's like, no, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's so funny because it comes together so clean, like a, like that feeling you get when you find the right puzzle piece. And yet none of it was really predictable to me. You know, something as simple as the way they line. Like, first of all, I think that the human that it ate when it spit out the key and the nickel and stuff that um, killed the father is probably around the time that Ricky found it. And Most likely, the, yeah. Yeah, like it might have eaten yeah. somebody off a horse or something that's, like that, and then would, yeah. you know that, and he, pro- and then that's when he probably built that stadium, because like he was like, "This is it, this is my calling," kind of thing. You know, I don't yeah. know because he had this western town. I'm just kind of piecing together the timeline. Did you but... think
1: that Ricky was a bad person?
0: <sighs> He's like a. Calm- I don't want to say a god complex by any means. It wasn't that big. I just think he was a little bit. Like, you have the blinders on like a horse. Like, he thought he knew the path. You know, he thought he knew, he understood something, but he completely misunderstood the situation. A was, lot
1: of it. He was spared for something better. I he, I he had, like, a real Carl Denham sort of, like, vibe to me, too, where he was mm. just, like, you know, he's almost, like, too driven to stop to think about, like, the dangers of it. Good call. You know, like, I, I don't know. And, and like, he, he had this, like, clandestine sort of, like, attitude about it you know because of what happened to him as a kid and it's all bad like it's all it's all it's like fucking you know baptized and just like blood you know like and and, and just kind of went with it
0: yeah i wonder i mean and at that age i mean that's a formative age where that experience happened to him i mean it became like a key part of who he is and he continued on after that in other sitcoms and was very wealthy and then he decided like something happened where he was this was probably planted in his head and he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna sell all this and move out into the desert and make this whole thing yeah. and then when this creature showed up he was like this is it this is what i was meant to do this is my higher calling you know yeah he he, he, th- he, he thought he was driving the car when he's really just a passenger you know yeah for sure
1: i, I mean I, all, I think all the characters are pretty fleshed out you know but i feel like otis is more like the audience you know because um, i mean like the title is supposed to be funny right like that's kind of like the title is implying like the whole like disbelief right like nope 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 yeah like <laughs> nope, right, the
0: fuck out of there yeah yeah
1: and it's like they say it a couple times when things happen you know he's like nope nope <laughs> and,
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> you know
1: it's a comedic it's a comedic like title obviously
0: yeah um i also heard it means not of planet earth oh i didn't hear that that's yeah, that yeah. there was, like, a double thing. Yeah, I heard that a long time ago when the movie first came oh, out. Okay. I was like, oh, that's because of cool. Yeah, it's an alien movie. It means not of planet Earth. Hmm, okay.
1: Yeah, but, like, I feel like he's sort of more, like, the audience a little bit. Because, you know, although, like, he has some backstory, obviously. His ties to, like, you know, um, the film industry in general. And, like, the like the bad parts about it, you know. The, the exploitive parts about it. Uh, and they're touched upon, obviously, throughout the movie. But, um... Yeah, I did feel like he was sort of, like, the, the, the audience's eyes. And his reactions were more like what we would have, right? Like, that that's what I got out of his reaction to everything in the movie. And, but he was just so fucking,
0: like, cool, you know? Like, and but like that's he, the thing. He was so cool in what he did. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, bravado. Like, no. he knew his shit so well that right. even on the set at the beginning when he was like, hey, you know, horse needs a minute. Like, he's just... He's not going to be like, look, fuckers. I know what I'm doing. I not He's not like that at all. Yeah. He's just. He was right every single time, but he just he knows his lane so well, you know. And he's just like, I got this, you know.
1: And that's what I loved about the character the most was like he didn't know everything, right? Like he didn't like obviously nobody knew ab- about this because it was just. Nothing that anyone could know about, you know, completely alien, you know, like, and, and he utilized, like, his skills to the best of his abilities for the circumstance, you know, like, yeah. with just an, not, yeah, like, not like bravado, but like, very brave, you know, mm-hmm. he's yeah, like a very true, courageous, yeah, a yeah, courageous character, like, because he, because he, he is scared often, but he still does it. And that's like the, you know. the the most true definition of bravery there is, right? Like if you're not fucking afraid of it, then it doesn't mean anything to you, but if you're afraid to go do it and you go do it, then it means something. So there was that, you know? And, uh, but I, but I like, he obviously Jordan Peele's a big fan of this actor. And, um, He's used them in, you know, he was the main character in Get Out as well. And I had, was
0: impressed to see his range, you know, because yeah. in Get Out, he's so expressive. And, like, he has so many, like, um, nonverbal acting methods that he uses in Get Out, like, to support the scene where, like, the characters might be saying something. And, and the expression on his face is what's showing us how, like, yeah, I know what you really mean there. Or, you know, like, there's so much going on with just his subtle acting. Whereas with this, in this movie, he played a completely, like, this lower-key version of himself. Where he was, like, this dynamic hero, but very understated in a lot of his... Yeah, just... I liked him a lot. I, I, I'm i impressed that he's such a... he yeah. got so much range to his acting.
1: So, yeah, I, I mean, like, the movie did a lot for me in terms of, like, you know, entertaining me, like, making me think about this kind of stuff, uh, which is things that... Like, look, you know, like, now, like, it's constant social issues right like everything that you watch like the go-to message that people put into their movies now yeah, it's, it's almost in, like
0: it's, the era. it's that's the
1: yeah, times we're where it you is know, it's... and it's just like exhausting sometimes and like so i like to see something that talks about other things you know um like just let's touch upon the theme of going into things that we probably shouldn't um we should leave mm. leave it alone so there you know like i thought that was just a really uh like a good theme for a movie because it could be applied to things now too, obviously. But it's a general, it's a general theme, right? That always applies to things. So, um, so yeah, I I, I I can't sing its praise
0: enough. Um, it's just phenomenal. Like, I really love the look of the the look of the creature at the end, and that, like, yeah, it just it it's exactly what Lovecraft would have imagined the aliens to look like. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: So clearly, we both had nothing but good things to say about this movie. Uh, so it's a high recommendation for me. Obviously, a high recommendation, a high recommendation for Matt. If you've listened to this already, we ruined it for you. <laughs> so there's that.
0: <laughs> Even so, I still think yeah, watching it yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a visual adventure. Yeah. Like I, I don't think this movie could be spoiled. Like I'll put it this way the the plot elements can obviously be spoiled, but the experience I think is is awesome. It, it it's gonna it's gonna be one of the movies where I, I watch it multiple times. Yes. I think it. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's great. And uh, I think it's one of my favorite movies. It's definitely in my top five that I've seen this year, if not my top three. Yes, I agree with that, too.
1: And we only talked about some of the characters uh, in more depth than others. There's obviously a lot of, you know, great characters in here. And I think depending on who you gravitated towards watching the movie or pay attention to more, you'd get maybe a different experience out of it. Because there's a lot more going on than just what we talked about. You know, Um, we've just... Really, just scratched the surface of what the movie had to offer. We just gave yeah. you kind of like the the you know the simpler um, themes and stuff like that, but. There's a lot more to say. Uh but you know, who wants to listen to us ramble on about that? You know? And then we'll want to talk about Kevin Costner, which by the way was like the, the 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 strangest like jump that I've ever had on the podcast, I think, as far as like going off topic, but
0: I'm gonna leave it in there. Uh, so. That was a, yeah, that was an odd digression. I'm like, anyway, enough about Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. One, about one of us nope. had to
1: stop it. I was not going to. Um but yeah. So with yeah. that said, you know, please check this movie out. Um Tell us what you think about it, and this episode on the soul meds. Uh can't miss them. We talk about them all the time, but you probably stop listening after I say goodnight. So you could check us out on Instagram, which is sexy vampire teeth uh, podcast, or you could check us out on Twitter, which um, which is sexy vamp teeth. And then you can always just shoot us an email at our lame email address that we are in the middle of fixing and getting a better one of. But for now, it is podcast at gmail.com. So uh, let us know what you think. If you have anything to say about this movie or anything that you want to hear about, uh, we'd be happy to talk about that. We are almost done talking about stuff uh, for 2022. And uh, we have a couple of good things coming up, especially for the holidays. Matt, you're coming back soon for Krampus. I'm assuming you're going to come talk about your top movies for the year right yes yeah i didn't think you'd miss that yeah so you know we'll we'll, we'll key you uh in uh as we go on the next couple weeks on what's coming up and who's going to be talking about that stuff and uh we hope you guys keep listening hope you guys enjoyed and matt
0: as always huge pleasure even if i didn't have a
1: podcast like you were going to be the person i called to talk about this with so
0: yeah you you assigned this movie to me and i was like all right i guess you know <laughs> and i couldn't be happier yeah. i couldn't be happier i enjoyed yeah. it i probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to watch it for a while if if you hadn't assigned it to me and uh so Thank oh you yeah! So okay, much good. The recommendation and making okay. me a part of the podcast has been, dude. I awesome. like,
1: I like because I know you. Obviously, we've been friends for like twenty five <laughs> years. So when I watch this movie, I'm like, this is the movie that like Matt has to talk to me about because like <laughs> this is his, this is his shit right here. Like this is his movie. Um, and I thought you were like already like I didn't even think that you didn't see it yet. Um, Mm. so I was surprised. I was like, oh, you gotta watch it. I was like, this is the movie that, like, I have to talk to you about. So, um, (laughs) I'm glad that we finally got to, you know, a couple months later. So, uh, yeah, good times. Hope you guys had a good time, too. Keep on listening. We got a couple more, uh, episodes left, uh, and then we're done for the year. So, uh, thank you, as always, and good fucking night. Good night. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. You know, well, Chris, gremlins could have taken place at any time of the year like yeah. that's the story in gremlins didn't have to take place on christmas it could have been a birthday gift it could have been like whatever right so wait was it a birthday gift it was a christmas gift right
0: Mag, the, the I believe it was a christmas gift yeah I and mean, it had to yeah yeah, yeah So i'm getting this from my boy for christmas when he's right right yeah. but it
1: could have been like a, a fucking birthday gift in, in the summertime and it would have been the same exact movie krampus wouldn't be <laughs> it's serious it's like it's specifically about christmas Hey guys! If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at sexyvampteeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to do—oh, you're still on the phone?
0: Uh, I very rarely ever hang up.
1: Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin.
0: Oh, well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me tong 81 And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod.
1: And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night.
0: So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast.